0: Pornography addiction is a huge problem in our culture today. Men, women, and children are exposed to and become easily addicted to pornography. Porn is always the objectification of image bearers of God. There is no such thing as acceptable or ethical porn, it is always exploitation. It is always harmful to our minds, hearts, relationships, and to society as a whole. It rewires the brain. It hurts marriages. It lowers self-esteem. It damages our view of other people. It encourages violence. And it commodifies an act that is meant to be exclusive to the bonds of marriage, where there is unconditional love and loyalty and connectedness and true intimacy That makes sex healthy porn is a huge industry driven by the demand of people seeking not just sexually explicit material but eventually very often sexually violent material including material depicting the sexual abuse of children all pornography created and consumed plays a role in perpetuating things like sex trafficking including of children so porn is bad for people it's bad for the consumer It's bad for the person who is being exploited in the image or in the video. It's bad for the world. And if you or someone you know is addicted to porn, there is a way out. There is good news. There is freedom. You do not have to play a role in this dark world of porn anymore. You can find forgiveness and help in total healing and liberation no matter who or where you are. And today's guest is here to talk about that. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Good Ranchers. Go to goodranchers.com. Use code Allie at checkout for a discount. That's goodranchers.com, code Allie. Sam, thank you so much for joining us. Before we get started with this conversation, can you just tell everyone who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, so I've been uh, with Covenant Eyes. It's an organization that creates software and content to help people stop using pornography for good or never start. Uh, I'm the author of The Healing Church, What Churches Get Wrong About Pornography and How to Fix It. I also wrote an ebook for Covenant Eyes in regard to uh, the neurology behind pornography to help people uh, understand how pornography actually changes your brain. And now I am serving as the life uh, uh, change director of our our content, our director of content life change.
0: Well, I'm so interested to hear specifically how pornography changes your neurology and how your brain works. But before we get into that, I want to hear from you just how big of a problem is pornography. Number one, how pervasive and popular is it? And number two, I know this might sound kind of crazy, but some people really just don't have a good answer for this. Why is it so bad? Why is it so harmful? Why do we need a tool like Covenant Eyes to try to protect ourselves and our families from it?
1: Well, I think it's important to understand first how it's impacting the church. About 70% of men, at least two-thirds of men in the church, and uh, about a third of women in the church, so they have an ongoing struggle with pornography. Um, and just in doing some research for the, for the book, uh, if we just look at, at women, uh, about 18 to 35 years old, uh, 26% said they had viewed pornography in the last week. 14% said they had viewed pornography several times during the last week. So, uh, pornography is um, impactful. And especially because our kids are being exposed to it at such a young age. Uh, the average age for first exposure is somewhere around eight to 11, depending on the study you're seeing. And so that, that early exposure is one step that is aiming uh, people to struggle deeply more than you'd ever expect with pornography, because people, Christians in the church are saying, I don't want this in my life. I don't like this in my life. And yet they fight an, sort of an endless losing battle until they receive help.
0: And what is the problem with pornography, both personally for an individual, whether it's a child accessing porn or an adult looking at porn, and then collectively as a society as well? Why is porn so damaging?
1: Yeah. So every study that's ever been done shows that pornography worsens your relationships with your significant other. So if, whether male or female, uh, it changes how you view sex with another person, that God's design for sex in a monogamous marital relationship is impossible and unrealistic. Uh, people view each other's physical appearance as less valuable and and uh, that porn creates a belief that variety is the spice of life. But the truth is it damages your relationship and leaves you less satisfied with your sex life in marriage.
0: And I will not only that, because obviously it's kids, it's kids who are accessing it, too. So talk a little bit more about that, the impact that this has on children and why it is so harmful for them.
1: In 2007, the iPhone came out, and we began handing devices to kids at earlier and earlier ages. In fact, we would, uh, as parents, many parents have just handed their phone over the back seat as a, as a means to pacify them on a road trip or something of that nature. And I've heard from moms again and again and again that they discovered later that even in the back seat of their car, in the living room, in their kitchens... In their homes, children were discovering pornography either on their own or being exposed to it within their childhood relationships. So again, about the average need for first exposure is somewhere between 8 and 11. Now, kids today don't see the nudity of yesteryear that maybe some of your older listeners might be thinking, well, they see pornography, does that mean they see something nude or topless or something of that nature? No, today they go from knowing Almost nothing, or n- about sex, to hardcore pornography, and that can be very shocking. It can be very impactful for them. Again, they don't know anything about pornography or sex, and they go from that innocence to abusive, destructive, um, violent uh, pornography.
0: All right, y'all, let me tell you about Carly Jean. I am wearing head to toe Carly Jean. Well, I guess not toe, the shoes on Carly Jean, but the top and the denim is... Carly Jean because that's what I wear almost every day I love their stuff so much it's a capsule clothing company really simple basic versatile well-made clothes Um, Carly Jean also shares all of our values so I love shopping with them because I just feel really good about spending my money there okay so they have a new amazing deal going on right now only for the next 72 hours they have half off denim half off all of their denim for the next 72 hours only. The code is Allie50. So the sale ends this Sunday night, 119 at midnight. I'm wearing my Carly Jean jeans right now. You guys know I'm a high-waisted gal. As far as I know, they don't have any low-rise jeans. I might have to, you know, I might have to talk to them about that if they ever came out with an item that was too low below the waistline, but they have amazing low rise jeans. They're super comfortable. And I think I either wear like a five or a seven. So maybe if you're my same size, then you can kind of judge what you will be. Love all of their jeans and they are half off for the next 72 hours. Really amazing. CarlyJeanLosAngeles.com promo code Allie50. CarlyJeanLosAngeles.com promo code Allie50. I have seen several studies saying that um, the earlier you are exposed to that kind of material, sexual material, the more likely you are to experience sexual dysfunction yourself because your brain at that point, while really at any point, can't really properly and healthily process pornography. But as you said, especially at a young age when you are jolted from knowing and seeing nothing to knowing and seeing everything that there is. You just can't process it well. So it can lead not only to dysfunction, it can lead to promiscuity, it can lead to all kind of self-esteem issues, it can lead to different kinds of sexual and gender confusion, it can lead to addiction, it can lead also to being more vulnerable, to become Prey of sexual exploitation. Unfortunately, I mean, just tragically, that is one tool that sexual yeah. exploiters and sexual abusers use to groom children is to Absolutely. introduce them to sexual concepts via pornography, images, videos, conversations, things like that. So it's just completely destructive for a child's mind.
1: Yeah, well, the, the young brain isn't developed. The feeling brain is is developing long before the prefrontal cortex, the decision-making part of the brain. It's why we pay more for our kids, uh, teenagers, uh, driver's insurance, right? Because the prefrontal cortex regulates risk. It uh, regulates decision-making. And a child who's not been trained to understand pornography, and I highly recommend a book called Good Pictures, Bad Pictures to help your child turn away and look for pornography. But the young brain just isn't prepared to deal with something blindly like this. We just sort of assume a couple There's of four mistakes that I often see parents make. And one is, my child is a good kid, and they would just never look at pornography. It would never be of interest to them. They would never uh, want to see anything like that. But the truth is, every child is curious about what the opposite sex looks like. They're curious. They're naturally curious. And that's, that's okay. But with instruction from parents, we can teach them healthy uh, sexuality from a very young age. That they can learn to protect themselves. To know where their bathing suit area is. And why that's private, etc. Second... We think that if my child did see it, they just look away because they know what's right and wrong. Well, there's a lot of neurochemistry at play here and also an underdeveloped prefrontal cortex that it's very difficult for a child to look away. Number three, the measures I have in place are probably good enough. And typically what parents are doing is looking over a child's shoulder. But that's really not effective because we do the dishes, we mow the lawn, et cetera. We, uh, we just talked about earlier about how uh, two boys, uh, a mom handed her phone over the backseat on a road trip and uh, they her, handed it to her son so they could play a game. And her, the cousin who is sitting right next to him says, hey, do you want to look up this word? And the next thing they were doing, they went from I've never seen pornography Mm -hmm. to the very worst of the worst. And finally, we worry that our boys are the only ones who struggle. And that's just not true. Our girls are being exposed to pornography as well. And it's having an impact on their brains, too.
0: And I think it's also not what maybe even you know, my age parents, I mean, I'm only 30 and so I've got younger kids, but even my age, maybe when we think of pornography, we think of, well, you've got to log on to a specific XXX website that shows you these kinds of things. But nowadays it's so much more accessible. Maybe a parent feels safe handing their kid, their 13 year old kid, TikTok or Snapchat or Instagram, but there are forms of pornography and even violent pornography on these apps. And you see this, you see these young girls kind of creating content on TikTok, talking about violent things like being choked and having kinks, things that you should not be thinking about when you are a middle school girl. And yet, as you said, children are getting introduced to this earlier and earlier on apps that for some reason, a lot of parents think are safe and that they think don't qualify as technical pornography.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, children learn faster than adults, right? We know yeah. this is true because they have more mirror neurons. That's one specific reason they can. And mirror neurons make you feel. When you see something like you're doing it it's why you flinch when you see a baseball player get hit with the with a ball or you see a runner across the finish line your heart races right and so it uh, those mirror neurons help a child learn faster but again it is much more impactful to their brain because of that and then separately they also get a little hit of dopamine because dopamine is is uh, released when we see something novel, something new, something we've never seen before. Uh, It also focuses your attention so that other things disappear. Now, we have to understand that God's design is beautiful. He designed sex for marriage, and uh, all these neurochemicals are designed in God's plan. Mm -hmm. And pornography is not sex, it's a hijacking of what God created. And so, when we think about dopamine firing off because of natural uh, curiosity, etc., it gives you a spritz of what feels good, and then focuses your attention to the point of tunnel vision. And so, when a child clicks on something like that, sees something like that, it's very hard for them to turn away, Yeah, and and the more that happens over time the deeper those neural uh, pathways develop.
0: Okay, y'all are always asking me, what is that cleaning company that you're talking about that you love so much that gets out the stains in your shirts and in your carpet and all of that? It's naturally, it's clean. And I love them because they use plant based enzymes that are super powerful, but also safer for my family. They don't reek of nasty chemicals. We're talking like hospital grade power. All right. So a lot of natural stuff. You worry that it's not going to be effective. You don't have to worry about that with naturally, it's clean. It's super effective, but also it's less toxic and safer for your entire family, kids, pets, all that good stuff. That is why I love it. I love their multi-surface cleaner, their carpet cleaner, their stain remover, their laundry detergent. I really do love it all. Those are probably my favorites or some of my favorites. It's all made in America. This is a company that shares our values too, so you can feel good about that. Go to naturallyit'sclean.com slash See some of my favorite products and get 15% off your order. That's naturallyit'sclean.com slash alley. Use promo code Ally at checkout. naturallyit'sclean.com slash Alley, code Alley. I know a lot of people talk about that once you watch a certain form of pornography, sometimes you just want to keep on getting darker and darker and more and more intense. Is it the dopamine specifically? that is released when you as you said someone sees something new that causes people to seek out darker and darker and more and more violent more and more strange pornography because that seems to be kind of what happens one thing leads to another because the Hmm. old thing isn't exciting anymore
1: i think before we step into that we have to understand that pornography doesn't this kind of uh up the ante doesn't happen overnight it comes through repetition so i see three things that uh, really have people uh, becoming stuck and when we're talking about being stuck we're talking about uh, uh, people who are watching pornography Uh, those as we were talking about 14 percent of women say they're having this watching it weekly uh, multiple times a week that uh about 70 uh about 30 percent or less of men say they're watching it daily in that 18 to Mm. 29 age group. And so what's happening there? Why is it so difficult for them to turn away? And so the three components that really get people stuck is one, that early childhood exposure that we talked about. Second is that repetition. The repetition is that it's been happening over and over. And so by the time we get to adulthood, we often uh, look at our Christian brothers and sisters and say, hey, you should stop that. Uh, this is a, a good purity sermon and understanding of God's design, so we don't want to even use pornography. But by the time they've reached adulthood, they have like this 500-pound gorilla on their back, and it's very hard to turn away. They get stuck in something called the porn look, which we'll come back to. Finally what really it's one thing to uh, see pornography multiple times and it have an impact on your brain but it's something more invasive and powerful when people begin to use pornography to anesthetize their hurts and their brokenness uh to do as- you begin using pornography as an escape and those three components really solidify that I lead a uh, a group, uh, a newcomer's group on an organization called Samson Society. You can find it at samsonsociety.com. And week after week on these newcomer meetings, I find men who were exposed early, the ongoing use, and they had drama or trauma early in their life, and they're using pornography to coat those wounds. Mm. And that's when we enter the porn rut where it really gets people stuck.
0: So people become kind of even emotionally attached to the pornography that they're watching. It becomes a kind of coping mechanism. So it's really not so easy for a lot of people, especially who were exposed at an early age, to just turn it off and say, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. There are a, a lot of attachments there, it seems like.
1: It very much so is. And, you know, this is true of my own life. I was uh, raised in a Christian home, but it was hypocritically violent as well. Mm. I was exposed at the age of 10 by a brother who was nine years older than me. I had a friend and his dad had pornography that was falling out of this closet. I could take anything I wanted. It looked a little like a waterfall. Like there was this uh, stack of pornography on top of this shelf and it was kind of hanging over and there was piles of it on the floor. And I'm, I'm dating myself a little with, with magazines. But I could take anything I wanted, and I did. And uh, when I felt anger or frustration and fear and I, about my violence, or I got bullied at school, et cetera, I could turn to pornography. And I didn't even realize that I was using pornography mm. to escape. But with that repetition became, and that solidifying it with that emotional escapism, that's where pornography became a tough fight for me to find freedom.
0: Let's talk about how to, cause you've experienced this and you walk a lot of mm-hmm. men and women through this. I mean, how do you break free of that addiction? That's part one of my question. Well, I'll just let you answer that. And then I'll ask you part two of my question.
1: I wrote a book called the healing church, uh, Again, what churches get wrong about pornography and how to fix it. And the reason I did that is I wanted pastors and ministry leaders to understand why pornography is so impactful. Uh, why, is it, uh, why is it so hard just not preach a 20-minute sermon or 30-minute sermon and people find freedom or just have a prayer and then it, it begins, uh, they, they just repent and, and turn away. They need, uh, people need a safe place and a safe process. Now, the Bible is very clear about some of these things, right? Second uh, Timothy, it's Timothy 2.22, right? That says we need to run from sin, run with others, and run toward Christ. That is very clear direction. It's probably one of the most succinct things we need to do. We are taught by James 5.16 that we need to Uh, pray for one another, confess our sins to one another, and pray for one another that we may be healed. But we have a hard time doing that in the church. I was talking to a pastor, and he said, uh, you know, Sam, I think it's really hard for a small church like ours. I think he had about 100 people at their church for... uh, for, for people to confess their sins to one another and pray for one another and be there for one another and listen to one another and care for one another in that kind of way, because it's just too shameful and we, we hide behind, uh, we don't, we're fearful of one another. Well, interestingly enough, I talked to another couple just a few minutes later at this conference, and they were from a very large church, about 3,500 people attending, and they said, Hey, oh, Sam, I'm so glad we got to meet you. Uh, there, uh, we've been trying to find some help, and, uh, but my, my husband just sent, seemed to find someone in our church of 3,500 to be an ally, to be someone he can talk to and, and really, really seek help. So it's not the size of the church that matters. Somehow we have missed James 5.16 of confessing our sins to one another and praying for another so that we may be healed. And we have to ask ourselves, what part of that do we not believe? So it's very imperative that I believe that the church and individuals create safe places or spaces for people to really dig into the hurts and harms in their lives so that they can dive deeper into the patterns of behavior that has kept them trapped. Now, We might be thinking about drugs and alcohol. What about food? All of these things often become coping mechanisms for the pains and hurts in our lives. Shopping, spending, etc., right? And so food and sex are among the most difficult addictions because we need food and we're sexual beings. So you can stop using alcohol, you can stop using heroin, but sex... And food are issues that must be tempered and realigned and redeemed. So we need, again, a safe place and a safe process to begin finding freedom. A safe process, why is that important? Because we have created our cages by ourselves. We have built them block by block and bar by bar. And we have reached through and locked the door and then thrown away the key. Nobody keeps the key. Until someone else joins us in a journey that points us and supports us in a relationship with Christ, we have a very, very difficult time ever breaking free. And so that process holds us in place where the great physician can do his work.
0: All right. It's no secret that there is a financial war against the middle class right now. I mean, you're going to be your hardest hit, your hardest hit by inflation, your hardest hit by these economic woes. You need to make sure that you are making good investments. You need to make sure that you are investing in artwork. Masterworks makes that really, really easy for you. I'm not an art expert, and you are probably not an art expert either, but Masterworks really makes it easy to invest in art from, uh, you know, SEC qualified pieces from legends like Picasso. Uh, these are portfolio diversifiers and potential return drivers. We're not talking about some like, you know, Hunter Biden artwork here. We're talking about real elite artwork that you are going to be able to invest in. Diversifying with Masterworks is easy, but I'm going to make it even easier. You'll get priority access to skip their waitlist just by signing up at masterworks.com or .art slash Allie rather, masterworks.art slash Allie, M-A-S-T-E-R-W-O-R-K-S .art slash Alley. See important regulation disclosures at masterworks.com slash CD. Again, that's masterworks.art slash Alley. And I guess you may have the same answer, but specifically for parents with kids. Whether it's parents whose kids have been exposed at a really young age and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to deal with this. I don't know how to deal with my kid on social media and things like that. Or maybe it's a parent whose kid is 17. They're almost out of the house and they realize that their kid is struggling with this, but they almost feel like they don't have the time or maybe they feel like they don't even have the authority to do anything. How do parents help the kids that are in their home either navigate this addiction that maybe they already have or prevent it from becoming an addiction?
1: Well, there's a lot packed in there, right? So um, there is, uh, first of all, I'd really encourage uh, leaders and pastors and ministry leaders to reach out to our team. Uh, We have an amazing church support team. Uh, It's led by Karen Potter, who's a uh, a fantastic mom, wife, and she is a tremendous leader and leads a, a support team for the church. And you can find them at uh, Church Support at com, And they can really arm not only um, uh, pastors and ministry leaders, but also really help parents uh, with that support as well. So we have a, 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 a a program called Safe Haven Sunday. And it's designed to equip the entire church so that the uh, parents within the church get a firsthand understanding of how pornography is damaging and what steps you can take to begin creating change in your home and create safety in your home and a life change for both your kids, your teens, and of course, adults. We provide a lot of training and education through Covenant Eyes. Uh, one thing that I find very valuable for teens and adults is a new app that we've just released. It's called Victory by Covenant Eyes. Victory by Covenant Eyes. And within that is more than 20 courses that are all free. And these courses are, both have audio as well as you can read them. But they're designed to be short and to begin walking you on a journey so you understand how did I get stuck? Why do I stay stuck? And how can I begin breaking free? And then it guides you to understand what uh, you to examine your wounds, what triggers you might be facing, how pornography impacts your brain, all those things are within that. And then a guide that walks you through, not on a quick fix, but on a journey to freedom and, and how you can live, not just a day or few days or a month without pornography, but how to live free. And that's, we want wholeness in our lives.
0: Yeah. And I just want to encourage anyone listening to this, who maybe they think that they're too far gone. This is mostly women listening to this podcast, but as you said, it's not just a men's issue. Women are also can be addicted to pornography Or maybe their husband is. And I just want to encourage anyone listening to this who has been affected by pornography in any way, like you and the ones that you love are not too far gone. You're never too far gone. And it is always possible to get out of what you were talking about, Sam, the pornography rut. But it's not easy. It doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen in isolation. Is that what I'm hearing you say, Sam?
1: Yeah, so one way I we never actually covered the what what's involved in the porn rut and there's four pieces to that. One is sensitization. We become because of that repetition, people become very sensitized. It doesn't take very much to turn them on. Uh they they whether it's uh, a Seeing a billboard or just having a thought or seeing a commercial on TV, maybe that's just enough to begin that escapism. Uh, Second, there are triggers, whether those are emotional triggers. I call them uh, C triggers because they're social, emotional and environmental triggers that said, hey, I need to uh, find an escape. And so uh then finally the number, or number 3 in that is desensitization and that's what you were talking about earlier that you've seen the same kind of pornography maybe multiple times but now you need to more up the ante because the the things that used to create excitement aren't exciting enough anymore and so you keep going to maybe more violent things or more bizarre things and and etc. And the final part of that is what could be called hyperfrontality, and, and a good exchange word for that is just compulsiveness, that maybe you have good com, uh, control over other areas of life, but when it comes to things like pornography, uh, you feel very compulsive. you lack the capacity to say no.
0: Hmm. So that's how people get stuck in that rut, and they feel like they just can't get out. And those are some of just the damaging Effects that pornography can have on your mind and on your relationships. And there was actually, I mean, there was, there was a quote by Ted Bundy that I remember seeing circulating a few years ago when he was interviewed by Dr. James Dobson in the 1970s. And he just talked about how pornography, just like any other addiction, it only one kind only satisfies you for so long, then you move on to the next. And of course, he claims that he was partly at least motivated by the violent pornography that he was watching. And that's not to say everyone who watches pornography is going to turn into an actually physically violent person. But just like all of us, all of us are susceptible to those kinds of influences. The more we consume something, the more we're influenced by it, the more we become okay with it. And the more likely we are to act it out for better and for worse. Um, and so pornography, because it deals with all those intimate parts of our brains and our emotions and even our very souls, because God created us to become one flesh with someone else. And that is a spiritual bond as much as it is a physical bond. I mean, think about how much more of an impact pornography is going to have on someone's heart, mind, soul, actions, words.
1: And that's why uh, within the uh, Victory by Covenant Eyes app, we really approach it from a mind, body, and spirit uh, role. We, we it's we're not just focused on one behavior. We need to recognize that we need to live in wholeness in Christ, and so that we're surrendering uh, our, all of our, our pain, our behaviors, how we think, how we live. All that comes in a journey. Uh, to, toward wholeness. And so we approach it from a mind because we need to renew the mind. We need to address her body and live in healthy ways. And we need to focus on our spiritual disciplines, of course, as well. And so all three of those are important. And uh, certainly there's we recommend uh, that people uh, can see a, a, a sexual addiction therapist. Uh, That's very important uh, for those who are really stuck. But having a journey that you can walk on and probably one of the best ways you can begin discovering, how did I get stuck? Why do I stay stuck? And how can I literally begin living in freedom is through that Victory App by Covenant ice. Mm, and yeah. it's free.
0: Okay, last sponsor for the day, and that is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offering nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you can get you know, all the coverage that you already get with your major carrier, but you can support a company that actually supports the values that you have. They now offer service with all three major networks. This means if you're still with the big three uh, and like the service, but don't like their values, you can access them with Patriot mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. So if you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. That's how sure they are that you're going to love Patriot mobile. They're a hundred percent us based customer service uh uh, customer service team makes switching really easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash or call them at 878-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash or call them at 878-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation today with the offer code dot com slash What other steps would you encourage people to take today to either help themselves or help other people in their lives dealing with this kind of addiction?
1: Well, I'd encourage someone to find help and support from other people. And you can test that. And we have some uh, guides within that app to begin helping you choose an ally, someone you could talk to and, and work uh, your recovery with. But there are also some organizations that can help. One is sheRecovery.com and that is for women to find other women to help them in a supportive journey. Another one I highly recommend for men is the samsonsociety.com. and the Samson Society is a community of Christian men who are working with one another to create um, uh, to support one another in a healing journey.
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for those tips. And I really hope people take you up on your advice to get connected to others because there are more people struggling with this than you may think. Um, I know that shame a lot of times can prevent people from speaking up. And shame isn't always bad. Shame can actually compel us to repent and to seek the help that we need, but don't allow it to silence you and to keep you in hiding because that's exactly where Satan wants you. Um, yeah ellie
1: beth can i just add one thing and that's i think you just brought up something very beautiful yeah there is godly guilt and then there is shame and shame godly guilt reminds us that we have fallen short of god's design for our life his his plan but shame can be translated to self-hatred at my expense self-hatred at my expense and so often uh, people are so uh, in such pain from shame that they never seek help. And often this uh, as well, shame feeds the addiction cycle because we have these feelings and beliefs about ourselves and then we're triggered and, and then it goes to a ritual and then even acting out. And then after acting out, they feel great intense shame Which goes all the way back and says, "See, you are not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not godly enough. You're," and so people often do flip a coin, and on one side of the coin is shame, and after they've been feeling that shame for that period of time, uh, they might begin going shopping or eating food or doing other things to try to escape those feelings. And then they flip the coin to grandiosity or. Uh, even religiosity, but they can only remain in that perfectionism for so long. And so that coin keeps flipping between perfectionism and shame, perfectionism and shame. And that is Satan's perfect trap. So rather than seeking help, you just try to do better on your own rather than finding freedom with others in Christ.
0: Yes. And those of us who are not struggling with the pornography Addiction. We have to make sure that we are available to those who may need to confide yes. in us, that they know that they can trust us, that we will be a faithful friend, that we're not here to heap on uh, the guilt, but we are here to help and to point them towards the grace and the forgiveness and the full healing. Um, That can come through Christ. And I think that's, you know, all of us, all of us can be better friends. Maybe that's a resolution that we have, whether you've got a resolution this year to quit porn, whether you've got a resolution this year to just be a better friend or to go to marriage counseling, because maybe this is something that has affected your marriage. Like, Let 2023 be the year that you are no longer in hiding um, about this, because too much is at stake for us to stay quiet about
1: it. (laughs) And, you know, it may be that you just don't understand how, how could pornography be so impactful? You know, we've covered quite a bit of it today, but what if, uh, if you want to help someone else, download that Victory app by Covenant Eyes as well. So you can have a better understanding of, again, why people get stuck in the first place and how they can live in real freedom.
0: Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, Sam. I really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. It's been very encouraging. And everyone can find your books, I guess, wherever books are sold. And can you? It's called The Healing Church What Churches Get Wrong About Pornography and How to Fix
1: It. That's right. You can also visit thehealingchurch.com okay. and download the introduction and the first chapter for free.
0: Yes. And everyone can get the covenant eyes app. I've got, I'll put the, I don't remember what my code is right now because you can't get a discount on covenant eyes. And we'll put that in the description of this episode. So people can download the app and protect your family. Thank you so much, Sam.
1: Thank you so much. John